Welcome, everybody. It is Tuesday night live. I am the captain, Captain Chuckles. And tonight, my very special guest is a gentleman hailing from Long Island, New York. We talked about this offhand. We're not going to talk about that right now. He stands six foot six. He's the current ECWA territory champion. He was the 2021 UWA elite brawl for it all winner he ranks at number 223 on black rest the black wrestlers 500 list currently he is number 57 on the larry of pro wrestling top 75 independent wrestlers he is the new york drip please everybody welcome matt vertigo matt welcome sir yes of course thank you for that amazing intro man thank you all the best yeah Thank you. We, we try, we try. So a little bit of background on, on this, you know, we, we like to get a number of different independent pro wrestlers on here from different areas of the U S uh, even sometimes Canada. Uh, but I just recently about, what is it? Two months ago, saw you at SWO, uh, Susquehanna wrestling, uh, organization, but mm -hmm. Over here in York, PA, where I'm from. Now, previous to that, I had seen you on a bunch of different shows on IWTV uh, out of Jersey. And it felt like the perfect time to get you on. So thanks for coming on with us. Of course, it's an absolute pleasure. I'm very excited to be here. I can't wait to get uh, this interview rocking and rolling, man. So the first thing where we always start, first thing I want to know is, what was a little Matt Vertigo like growing up? nerdy dude uh nerdy skinny uh i was very into my father had me playing a lot of sports so i was always athletic uh first it was baseball basketball track tennis volleyball is all golf i played everything the only thing i didn't get to play much was football but i played that with my friends in the street you know that new york shit yeah uh, but outside of that man tell you the truth as a a kid like as, as a child uh wrestling wasn't really in my life all that much uh, it was mostly, like I said, a lot of sports. Wrestling really fell into my life at around uh, like middle school, high school. That's when it became okay. like a thing. So now playing sports, what what position were you playing in baseball? Baseball, uh, they had me move around. Uh, I started out as pitcher. I had okay. a fun time playing pitcher. Then I went to the third base, and then I went to first base. So okay. I ended up at first. Now basketball, you're you're a tall guy. I'm assuming when you were a little kid, you were still on the taller side. So yeah, I was. What were you, were you? Were you a center? Were you? They had were me you a shooter. A I'm a shooter, but I played power forward. Okay. Uh, but you know, high school is a, uh, high school and uh, middle school is a completely different from like a college game. Like you could be playing center in high school and college, they'd be like you're you're a point guard. And everything just changes. Your whole game, <laughs> everything you've learned this whole time completely changes. Yep. So when I played uh, for uh, just a, uh, in, in college for like uh, six months, I was playing point. But in high school, it was all power forward or center, picking up whatever okay. little spots I could take, you know? So now one thing that I, I saw was you were a part of the uh, – uh, uh what was it the basketball kind of show that they had the heels versus the faces yeah, basketball basketball yeah. that was on iwtv it was so I, we're gonna 
sway a little bit, but how, how did you get involved in that? Shane Fair, man. Shane Fair ran the whole thing, uh, put together one hell of an event. Uh, and he came to me and he said, dude, you know, I really want you to be a part of this. And I said, of course, hell yeah. Anything to give back. That's one thing that I love to do is give back and really help those that need it. And that's what that event was all about, giving back and helping those that need it. And it was bigger than any basketball or rest, any wrestling event. And I, I was very, very happy to be just be involved in that event. It was fun. No, it was wild. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I think it raised like oh, 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 either almost or over like nine grand. Yeah, it was over Um, at the event because more donations came in after the event had already ended. So at the event, it was around like, I think, eight. And then after it went to like 11, like oh, it was man. wild. It was wild. I'm so, oh man, just thinking back uh, and, and excited for part two, because I, I, part two is definitely coming yep. for sure. Now you, you, you were on the faces team, correct? Yeah, I was on team faces. And, and you guys, unfortunately, were the yeah. defeated team that day. Yeah, it sucks, but uh, I mean, it was it wasn't really about winning or losing for us, you know. True. I'll put it on for the for the people that really needed it, you know. True, true. Okay, so now you said you didn't really get into wrestling till you were, you know, a little bit later in age, you know, middle school. You said right. Mm -hmm. So what what kind of drew you into wrestling at first? All right, so I'm gonna be honest. Um, <laughs> I went to a wrestling party with my my one of my friends in school was throwing a party like a birthday party and it was like a wrestling party and it was the first ever elimination chamber that drew me in that was the party and i watched it and when i first went you know i was skeptical i was like oh wrestling oh that's what you guys are gonna do i thought we were gonna do something else but then i watched it and i was like this is wrestling like this, like this. this is what you guys have been wilding out about this whole time. Oh, hell no. This is awesome. Fell in love with it instantly. Um, the next night I was watching Raw. Nice. The very next night I was like, I got to watch Raw. I got I to gotta see what happened after Elimination Chamber. And it just, I got hooked. Now that Elimination Chamber, and I'm old, so correct me if, if my, my brain is not working right. But that was, was that in New York? Yeah, that was SummerSlam. Okay. Was it? I, I believe so. Christopher, just give me a, a, a chime in my ear. Survivor Series. That's right. It was Survivor Series. Okay. Now, so now was the next one. It was yep. Survivor Series. At MSG. And, yeah. and myself and Christopher and some others were actually at that show. What? That's yep. nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, you yep. guys had a sick show. That show was sick. Yes. The first time seeing that whole structure was absolutely insane. Sick. Like so, <laughs> yeah, anything at Madison Square Garden, wrestling-wise, is a great show. Even yeah. if it's a Raw or a SmackDown. Yeah, because you know they're going to put it on. You know that yeah. they're going to give Madison Square Garden the best quality that they could possibly throw at. They're going to throw anything they can at it. It's Madison Square Garden. Why not? You paid all this money. You could have gone to the Barclays Center. You could have gone to Nassau. You could have gone to any other place. You came to Madison Square Garden, where it is, I know, it is hella expensive to try and run a show there. I could play it anywhere else in New York. Even though you know you could sell out any, like, Survivor Series could sell out any arena in New York. Any arena anywhere, it could sell out. But we go to the Garden, 
because it's gonna be special. Mm-hmm. Garnet is special. So birthday party, Survivor yes. Series, yep. Elimination Chamber. Who is the person in the ring that caught your eye at first? Shawn Michaels. A heartbreak kid. What? Was it Shawn Michaels? Shawn? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in the first no, one. No, no, no. I think, hold on. Let me, let me, let me like really try to dial back here. Because I remember, like, it was a while, it was a long time ago. So I remember watching, I think it was... Maybe it was Shawn Michaels. Or was that the SummerSlam one? I think that one was at SummerSlam. I'm trying to remember, bro. I'm going to be honest. It was a long time ago. I honestly don't remember. I haven't watched that first one in quite some time. I just remember, maybe it was Booker T. I think Booker T was in the first one. Do you remember who was in? Who was the first six? Christopher? I knew there it was Sean There Michaels. you go. I was there I knew you go. It. I'm like, it had to have been. <laughs> no, I know. I, knew I know it was Shawn Michaels. I know. Dude. So everybody in the chat, Chris Chris is, is behind closed doors. He's the voice in the sky. And he just radioed into us that Shawn Michaels was the first winner there. So I knew that, it. I knew that's it. that's what we're confirming here. We're not crazy. We yeah, I knew it. I knew what I was talking about for a second. I was I was second guessing myself, but I knew it. I knew a young I knew a young Matt was like, oh my God, Shawn Michaels. I knew it. So is he the is he the one that kind of got you really like drawn into like 100%. wrestling and WWE? One hundred percent. I was super invested in that. And then I remember seeing Shawn Michaels and Triple H at SummerSlam. That match was I was like, oh my God. Like my friends really, really tried to bring me into wrestling. But the first guy that really like made me a huge fan where I was like hooked was Randy Orton. Mm, why? Young Randy Orton had me hooked. Cause he was just beating people up for like, like he was he was a nice talker and then he was just RKO you out of nowhere. And it was just like, oh my God, did he really just RKO her? Oh my God, did he really just <laughs> yep. RKO the legend? Oh my God. Like it was just every week I was excited to see what 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 a young Randy Orton was gonna do the next week. That that's what pulled me in like long term was Randy. Yeah. Orton. Now Correct me if I'm wrong, but not, I think earlier this week or late last week, you just had your 10 year anniversary in wrestling, correct? Yeah, 100%. Uh, Congrats. It's been a long time. I mean, I've been, uh, I've, it, early in my wrestling career, I didn't take it as seriously as I do now, but I'm humble and I'm ready to keep going another 10. Like, this is, uh, this is a completely different Matt Verga that we're looking at from 10 years ago for sure. Well, congrats on 10 years. Uh, I'm sure you. everybody is wishing for another 10 more. So 10 what? years ago, <laughs> where did you where did you decide to train? So when the you first, first started place, out, I went to Ace Pro Wrestling. Um, over there, they had uh, April was there. Uh, Lethal was there for a little bit. Um, and uh, there's a bunch of friends that I had uh, when I was uh, back at wrestling for a while. Uh, they had me come to Ace, and I was training there. I was learning for a while. Um, I tended, I learned quickly that what I wanted to do was learn from different places. So I never necessarily stayed in a school for like everyone had like a trainer. This I, I was in the school for two years, and I learned you know everything from this guy. You know, I went to like four different schools, 
and was learning from different guys. And once I learned a certain style, I hopped over to another school, learned another style, hopped over to another school, learned another style. That's why um, I pride myself on the fact that I could do many things. I can, I can wrestle different styles. If we want to throw strong style, I could do that. If you want to throw lucha, I could do that. If you want to throw hot flying style, I could do that. Brawl, I could do that. Like that's all because I was able to train different places and learn from different people. I was going to say, you definitely have a hybrid when it comes to seeing you in the ring, because you can, you can get down on the mat and wrestle. You can throw those hard hits, but then you're also doing flips off the top rope, which is for a guy who's six, six. I mean, a, a lot of people don't expect that from someone as tall as you. It's true. 100%. That's why I like to do it. Um, I don't do it as often anymore. You know, I'm trying to, change up my style with you know my uh, I'm gaining size I'm working on putting on size so that's going to change up things a little bit but I mean I could do it all and I pride myself on the fact that I can so out of all the places that you trained and all, all the different trainers that you had was there someone that really like put a, a mark on you and and something that you remember to this day you know can, can you pinpoint somebody like that yeah, um, it's Eric Corvus. Uh, we have a lot of uh, wrestling beef, you know, Eric and I. We're always... Uh, he's a bozo. Yeah, he's a bozo. We're, we're, that, that's where it all started with him and KTB. But um, Eric Corvus taught me a lot. Uh, he he brought me under his wing, Arcadia as well. Uh, both of them, you know, really sat me down after every match and was like critiquing it and telling me what I need to do and telling me what I need to work on and telling me that I need to put on size and I need to do this and need to do that. And when I was at the lowest of my lows, those two were the two that were there. So I really uh, need want to thank, you know, Eric Corvus and Arcade for really pushing me to be the wrestler that I am today and pushing me to just not quit. Cause I was at, I was at that level as well where I wanted to quit and they were like, no, you're too good to. And, you know, I, I, I love those guys for, for sure. That's awesome that they had the positivity to throw in there and be like, no, 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 don't just, just because you're down now, doesn't mean you're not going to get past this hump. Correct. So what was what was the worst part of training when you first started out? Hmm. Uh, drills. I think that uh, drills was tough. Um, my cardio was, I don't want to say my cardio was bad, but I wasn't a strong kid. Um, I was very skinny, kind of weak. When I first got into the wrestling game, I was a one- thing that everyone uh kind of i don't want to say made fun of me but like you know came at me about was my size i was like this lanky skinny i was six foot five and could like 150 pounds soaking wet mm. so uh definitely that like my size definitely held me back uh but you know that's all in the past now i'm, I'm moving forward trying to put on this weight so i can start tossing big boys yeah def and ktv is a he's a pretty big dude yeah you, i tossed him too yeah you've had some great matches against him in a number of different places but yeah, go to war but now if anybody watches your twitter there was there was a little picture of you up not too long ago in front of an mlw screen yeah there was 100 percent is there is there something behind is there something working behind the scenes there no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spill the beans <laughs> on, on anything like that ain't nothing really going on uh you know i got invited to uh help out at that show um at fightland and 
uh i was backstage helping out i helped out uh with set up the ring you know that's one thing about myself is that even at 10 years in you know i'm going to keep showing up to these places and setting up these rings and setting up these stages um and i learned a lot uh one of the most important things i learned about is one thing that a lot of people don't know is i'm very into production i am huge on production i like learning about stages and lighting fixtures and camera angles and different things that are in place for the show, I'm all about that. So getting to be a part of a televised production, this is the first time I was involved in a televised uh, production, mm-hmm. by the way, compared to like streaming online or, you know, putting on YouTube or whatever. Um, so being a part of a live production was completely different from being a part of anything else I've ever been a part of. And then um, I was backstage and they were just like, we need someone on Bell, Matt, you're gonna go do Bell for the show. So now I'm learning other things. So it was just a huge learning experience. I'm very thankful for MLW for and, and uh, standalone wrestling because Chad Mines is the one that uh, was able to get me involved in this MLW spot. I'm very uh, interested in uh, hopefully working with MLW in the future, but I will be continuing to help out um, at the future MLW shows and I will continue to learn and become the best that I could be. You know, they, 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 they're, they're excellent. Definitely. Yeah. Chris and I went to their first show back at the 2300 uh, over the summer in July. And it was a great experience just to be be just to be there, just to be back to see MLW live and all the guys and everything. It was it was an awesome experience to be finally back because that was Chris had been going. But that was my first event back since all of the covid world stuff started happening. So it was really Mm -hmm. awesome to see that you mentioned. Now you mentioned production, you mentioned sets. Do you miss that? Like WWE doesn't do like the big elaborate sets anymore. One hundred percent. I complain about it. Um, not 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 all the time. But I complain about it often, especially when it's like a big pay per view, and I'm like pretty excited. As much as I'm a wrestler, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Huge wrestling fan. Uh, you can't necessarily love the sport if you're not a fan of sport. That's that's just the way I feel. Um, so. I'm huge. I, I I be complaining about the sets all the time, all the time. I was very excited when I saw that like SmackDown had its own set and it had like the uh it had the arches in 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 the entranceway mm-hmm. and then Raw had that half pipe. I was like, oh my god, this is the start of something new. And then they went right back to the similar sets and I was like, god damn. Yep. We just made progress on these sets. Uh, I was excited, man. They 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 uh they brought me back down. Hopefully uh they change it up again. Yeah. Now there's so much wrestling out there. What are you just watching and consuming everything that you possibly can? Or do you have a favorite that you love to watch every week? Uh, well, the favorite is AEW. Uh, I feel like that's also uh, the place that I am pursuing. Uh, a lot of my friends are there that I really support. Uh, Sonny Kiss. So love that man to death. Um what's called pride and powerful love those guys uh they they were uh instrumental in my early training as well Mm -hmm. um and i just can't you know i i can't take my eyes off that show so many of my friends just show up on the show like tj crawford was randomly on on AEW, super hyped about that i hope that uh he gets a speedy recovery had a a acl tear uh that he announced uh recently this past week so hopefully you know we get to see him within the year come back stronger and better than ever and back get his AEW, get back in AEW again. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I I I love wrestling in general, so I watch as much as I possibly can. So you hit the nail right on the head. 
I do have my favorites, but whatever is on, I'm going to watch it. I don't care if it's GCW. I don't care if it's ICW, if it's New South. If It, it doesn't matter. I'm going to watch it as long as it's in, in front of me. I love it. Nice. Now, before we were on, everybody, Val came in. She wanted to say hi to Matt. Now, now there, Val brought up a, a, a soft spot, and that was Mania Weekend. You were supposed to be there. Unfortunately, you got COVID. Now, the match that was supposed to happen that weekend at Tony Deppin's Beer House oh! would have been a banger. It would have been nuts. I was talking with uh, Myron at... Um... At MLW, because I never necessarily met him. Mm-hmm. I'm talking online. So I met him for the first time at MLW, and he looked at me, and he was just like, yo, bro. <laughs> I was like, dude, what I know, man. Been. It could have been absolutely insane. But, uh, you know, it'll happen. You know, I, I keep my uh, spare tie. I know that, uh, you know, people see what I'm doing. And if I just continue to work hard and push myself, I'm going to get that opportunity again. That's why I'm 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 here for Dallas. I'm, yeah. I'm going hard for Dallas. I hope that I get to get that match with Myron in Dallas for sure. I was going to ask, it, have, has there been, will, will there be the match that didn't happen rematch? I mean, you have to ask Tony Deppin. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to Tony Deppin. He's the booker. <laughs> Right. Uh, so, Tony, listen, I know you're watching. We're, we're both in the state of Pennsylvania. You know, come on, m- make it happen. Help, help, help this man out. Come Tony's on. done so much to help me out. That's another man that I haven't mentioned that's uh, really held it down for me for the more currently in the past like five years. He's always giving me the best advice. If I do something dumb or say something dumb, he's the first one to come to me and be like, yo, bro, don't, don't do that. Don't say that. Uh, you know, he, he's really there for me. Um, if I'm having a bad day or a bad match, he'll be the first one that I could go to outside of like Eric and Arcadia. Tony Deppin is another inspiration. You know, I, I grew up watching him, uh, not grew up. I, I don't want to use that word. I, in, uh, height in college, I was watching, uh, Tony Deppin. I, I still watch everything he does now. Uh, I feel bad about what happened with, uh, ROH releasing all their guys, uh, Tony Deppin, I was super, super, super excited when he got signed. Hopefully, yeah. uh, either another a greater opportunity comes his way because he deserves it. He busts his ass. Or, uh, you know, ROH definitely comes back stronger and better than ever in 2022, and they give him a shot again because Tony Deppin's a man. Yeah, definitely. And he's got his own beer place here in Pennsylvania. So I want to go there so bad. His check beer place. Out. Listen, Tony Deppin knows his beer. So if he only if you really want to get some good beer, you better hop over to his place for sure. He knows his beer. I know. Uh, I just had another question in my head and I can't. Oh, now I got it. You talked about like you know all all these guys giving you like little helpful tips here and there and everything. Do you find that having been in the business for ten years, are people more reluctant to come up to you and give you either criticism or praise or or anything like that? Not at all, because I don't I don't give off that kind of energy. Um, you can tell, you know, if you follow, like, energy and you can understand, like, you know, people's, uh, like, facial expressions or just the energy that they give off, um, I don't give off that kind of energy. I always, when I go in the back, one of the first things I'm asking is who saw the match? Mm-hmm. You know, what 
if you saw the match, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? What would you change? What would you keep in it? Like I, I asked multiple people because I like to I like to know what people think, and I also put it online that if you want to give me criticism, that's fine. I accept criticism. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not like other people. I think I think a few people would uh, feel like they're getting their toes stepped on, but step on my toes. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts. You know, you're a student of the game. Exactly. I'm a student. I'm trying to learn and get better. Even 10 years in, that don't mean nothing if you still ain't learning. Look at Jericho. True. Jericho is how many years in? He's learning that he's learning something new every day. He's changing up his style every other day. Like I'm trying to do the same thing, following the same footsteps of always elevating myself. And the only way to do that is to learn and progress. Yep. Now perfect segue into my next little part, learning and progressing. While at the SWO show, you took part in Alex Zane's kind of seminar that he had beforehand, right? Oh boy, yep. How, how, how was his seminar and like, how are the wrestlers seminars in general? Like when, when, you know, the guys that are in the business sign up for them, like how helpful are they to you guys to, to pick the brains of, you know, the top tier of independent wrestling? Seminars are very important. Um, I, I wish that uh, more people and more wrestlers would uh, attend these seminars because they're very, very important. Seminars is where you learn the things that you wouldn't necessarily learn uh, from your trainer that's trying to teach you, you know, bumps and running ropes and mat psychology and this and that. Like the seminar is where you learn those little things where little things like what to do, what not to do on social media. Little things like what to do, what not to do when selling merch little things like how to set up your online store, how to draw a crowd, how to sell tickets. Like there, there's a lot that you're going to be learning from these seminars and the seminar with, um, with Alex Zane. Uh, I, I keep that one really close uh, because one, not only uh, Alex Zane is another guy that, you know, I've been huge friends with and been following forever and seeing his progression and, how fast he progressed was just absolutely insane. Um, but the little things that he gave off in that seminar was very important for every, for a lot of young wrestlers and wrestlers in general. Uh, I just think that um, you need to take the time. When you go to a seminar, bring a notebook, write everything down. Majority of almost everything they say is going to be very important information that you definitely could possibly keep with you for the rest of your career and beyond maybe even take to other careers because it's not just about wrestling and putting on a show uh, with these seminars. It's about learning the ins and outs of business in general. Mm -hmm. And that's some things that I learned at that seminar. There were some business things I learned at that seminar that I didn't even know. And he was saying that, oh, he learned that because he was in WWE for a few months and he learned it from them and he's bringing it to us. And that's a huge upside. That's a huge, huge advantage that you have to learn from someone that's been in the WWE system, even if it's only for six months or seven months, that's still someone that has knowledge that of stuff that you don't have any knowledge of. Yeah. So it's always smart to learn and listen to those guys. What on the business side of things, I mean, it's, it's something that we don't really talk about too much with wrestlers, but like, what was the biggest takeaway on the business side that, that you got from speaking with Alex? Hmm. Cause it was a lot. Uh, I, I guess I'll say like the biggest takeaway was to what you're doing in the ring is to push for what you're selling out of the ring. 
So never different, never like make a difference between the two, never act differently. What you're doing in the ring is, is you're selling yourself to the fans and to everyone. And then that's when they hit that merch table, that if you're not selling yourself and your merch is not matching what you're doing in the ring, then you're not really selling yourself. You have to put yourself out there a hundred percent every night in order to make a hundred percent on your merchandise. And that was like really important. That's very important advice. So now selling the gimmick, you know, selling who you are, you know, you're one of your monikers is the New York drip. Now for, for us old people, can you explain to us old people what drip is? Drip really is an attitude. Like, like it's not just fashion. It's, it's everything. Like you could, you could come out in basketball shorts and just have a certain attitude about you. And that's drip. You know, it's, it's more about self-confidence. That's what I like to push is as long as you are confident in what you're doing, wearing, saying then you got drip. Nice. You got drip. Look look at it. Look look at all that in the background that you got. Look at the shirt. Look at the drip. Look at the beard. Look at that. (laughs) Look at that. That's that PA drip. That's right. (laughs) See, there you go. No, it's called old and I don't want to shave that. That's that. That's my drip. No, man. I can see it. You press that out. You comb it, right? I, 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 it looks you, good. You gotta comb it. You gotta, it looks good. You gotta comb it. You gotta comb it. You know, come on. Even though I work from home and I wear I wear t-shirts and shorts all day long, you still gotta you still, make the beard look. You still good. got the drip. Got, gotta make it for the podcast. See, that's right. The New York drip, the PA drip. Eh, eh. No, no. I'll stick with. I'll, I'll, <laughs> it I'll doesn't stick work. With, no, it doesn't work. I'll stick with the captain. I'll stick. I'll all stick right, with Cap. that. All right, Cap, you got it. <laughs> so some other things that happened recently in your career, you won the 2021 UWA Brawl for it all. Yes, sir. Now, how many guys were in were, were in that? It was a 30, it, it was a Royal Rumble of 30. Okay. So I beat 29 other men. And now when did you come in? I came in at five at four. So you were in this thing for a long time. Yeah, I ran the gauntlet what did it feel like at the end of that match at the end? I can't even call it a match. You can't even call it at the end of that war to to come out on top. It was a accumulation because I've been in in, in, uh, UWA elite since the beginning. I was the first company that I worked for. Um, I was the first company that I was in the first ever UWA elite match. Hmm. So it goes all the way back to the beginning. And this is, I don't want to say, this, no, this isn't the first time that I'm getting a UWA opportunity for the title, but this is the first time that it feels big. Like before it was kind of like, oh, I want a little match at the beginning of the show. So I'm getting an opportunity at the end of the show. Or, uh, you know, the fans voted and I got the opportunity. Now it's like I busted my ass and beat 29 other men in order to get this opportunity and it's for last breath which is you know the wrestlemania of uwa elite it's a big show is the it is the final showdown where all all the stories and everything accumulates here november 20th this is huge for me i feel i feel like this is the first time that i'm the man like i haven't even got there yet but i feel it i feel it in my body i feel Mm -hmm. it in my bones that this is uh this is the start of something really great. Now, winning the the brawl for it all was was that the predecessor to getting this shot at Correct. the championship? 
Correct. It's just like the Rumble. When you win, you go to main event WrestleMania. It's the exact same concept. When you win Brawl for it all, you go to main event last breath. So now that match, is it champ? it's champion versus champion, but is it championship versus championship? No, because I won Brawl for it all. So if I win, I come out double champ. If he wins, I still keep my territory championship and he retains the uh, UWA Elite Championship. So it is champion versus champion, but yep. only his title's on the line. And that match is against the Dark Angel, uh, Vincent Valentine, correct? That's right. I went to his, uh, I went to his hometown in uh, California, in, in uh, Florida, uh, about two weeks ago, and cut a badass promo on him. I hope he's ready. <laughs> and that's November twentieth, correct? Yes, sir. November twentieth. So I think we got the graphic scrolling at the bottom of the Twitch. So if you guys can go, if you're if you're in the, it's in New Jersey, correct? Correct. So if you're in the New Jersey area check it out definitely come by and uh see vincent valentine get his ass whooped it'd be a one hell of a moment <laughs> now i mentioned earlier and you just mentioned the ecwa territory champion now you're you've had that for uh, 200 plus days that's right something like that now now right. a, a lot of people that that come into our our chat they're from the south they're talking they're looking at southern promotions now, ECWA is up here in the north, you know, PA, New Jersey area. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that championship can be contested on a, at a number of different promotions? Correct. Uh, it is uh, technically not necessarily ECWA. It's the wrestling estate um, okay. territory champion. I compete at ECWA, at SWO, uh, World One, uh, UWA Elite. And whoever wants to smoke can come and get it. It doesn't really matter. Um, and I would love to try to branch it out to even more companies. You know, that was my goal. I said that when I became territory champion, that I wanted to give people opportunity. Um, I wanted to make this title bigger than it, it could possibly ever be. I wanted to take it all over the U.S. as much as possible and, and defend it anywhere I can. Um, SWO was technically not even a part of the territory until I came out and said, I want to defend this at SWO. And then mm. I spoke uh, to both uh, promoters and told them, look, I want to come to SWO. I want SWO to be a part of this. They spoke and they said, all right, let's go. So hopefully I can do that for more promotions and uh, really get this territory thing uh, rolling uh, in other promotions. And you got robbed against Tim Rush at yep. the SWO show in September. I just want to say, I just want to put that out there. Yeah, who, who, who hit some of the nuts twice? Yeah, right? Who does right? that? Tim Rush, man. He'll get yeah. his. He'll get his. He will. He will. Anyway, let's step out of the ring for a second. Mm -hmm. we've, we've talked a lot about inside the ring. Let's step out of side of the ring. Let's talk about some things you'd love to do. All right. So, so behind you, there is a wall of Funko. We talked about it before we actually went live. Now there's got to be it. There's got to be at least fifty. I think there's there. way more than that because it's yeah. Let's see. One, two, three. It's six across and one, two, three, four, five. So six, yeah, we're we're eight, talking nine, ten down. We're talking. So there's there's over be at least a hundred. At least a hundred. So, what's your favorite Funko that you have? My favorite is right here on this side. It's um a, the giant Thanos. Yeah, I love that Funko Pop with him just smiling. Yep. Oh yeah, that that one that one has a special place in my heart, especially since uh, you can't never you can't even find it. I haven't found it anywhere else since that day. 
online. That's, mm. that's the only place I've ever... I, I got lucky. My friend works at Target, and he said, Matt, I have this pop. You're going to want it. And I just said, just <laughs> give it to me. Just give it to me. I don't care how much it is. Charge it. Now, is there a pop out there that has eluded your grasps that you want so bad? Not necessarily. I don't want to say it's like eluded me, uh, but my favorite game right now is um, Apex Legends, and I'm trying to collect as many of the legends as I can. And some of them I just can't find. And I don't want to buy it online. I don't want to cheat. I don't yeah. like buying it on eBay and second sale. I want to find it. Uh, so I'm trying to, that, that's the thing that's bothering me is trying to complete all the Apex Legend characters. That, that's what I want to do. It's like when I was a kid, you, you didn't want to just go into a store and buy the card that you needed to complete your baseball or hockey or set. You wanted yeah. to still buy all the packs I'm and the get nut. doubles and triples of everything to find that one that you needed. Correct. I'm the nut. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! And, and Pokemon back in the day. So I'm the nut that instead of going out to buy like uh, uh, a one card that I need in my deck, I'm going to go spend the $70 and go buy the giant box of packs and, and try to find it in the 48. And if I can't find it in the 48, I'll sell what I can. So then I could buy it. Okay. Like I'm at that level. So, so, so Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. Yeah. Who, who was your favorite character? for both of those. I mean, and now there's been so many iterations of everything. So who, who pinpoint, who was Matt Vertigo's favorite? Pokemon? My favorite in Yu-Gi-Oh was Pegasus. Okay. And Pokemon, I gotta go with Brock. <laughs> everything that Brock did was gold. I miss, I miss that man in Pokemon, man. It's just not the same without Brock. I was I was a blue eyes white dragon, because I oh, love dragons. I oh, love you're you're dragons. not going with you're going with 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 monsters, not even like the characters. not not characters. No, no, no. I'm talking monsters. Oh, I, I'm talking. See, a, a, well, hey, what? Anything. All right, anything. hold on. Let, let's bring it anything. back here. All right. When it comes to Pokemon, it's Gyarados. Gyarados is my favorite Pokemon. If I could have a giant Gyarados that just like wraps around my room, I would. <laughs> And for Yu-Gi-Oh, hmm, damn, that's hard, bro. I had so many decks. I had so there's many. So, but there are so many good so monsters, many too. Cards and so many good monsters. It's so hard. I, I, I'm going to, instead of going with uh, an actual monster, I'll go with, like, a, 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 like a deck. And I'm going to go with Shadal's. I'm huge. I, I was a huge fan of Shadal's. Uh, Construct was, when Construct got banned, I almost cried and quit the game. <laughs> So that yeah, I'll leave it with that. If y'all know y'all know Yu-Gi-Oh in the chat, y'all know what I mean by when I say construct originally got banned. Like I was I was fuming. I was my, my favorite Pokemon was always Gengar. Gengar is fire. I, I haven't been I, Pokemon I Go. I, I don't know why. Like I just love the look. Like I love the pur the purple. Like he was he was a mean guy. He was purple. Like it it just drew me to him. I loved him. I get it. I completely get it because I can't get away. Gengar's in one of my top Pokemon in Pokemon Go, and I love Gengar. I I, I completely uh, side with you, for sure. Thank you. I think I even have like a little mini like stuffed Gengar somewhere. I don't know. It's probably. In a I box. need to get a Gengar. Next, next, all of a sudden, the next uh, time I'm on the podcast, you'll see a Gengar floating around up there <laughs> for sure. I love it. Now, 
roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> you're a you're a lover of roller coasters. A maniac. Now, 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 if I may tell a story, I was so afraid of roller coasters when I was growing up as a little kid. Like to the point where there was a place called Nunley's on Long Island that was like a little kid's like playland. They yeah, had I remember rides for little kids and everything. And they had the dorkiest roller coaster. I swear to you, it was straight. It went up in a bank, down, up, and then a bank again. And yeah, I, got I remember on that, that ride. It was like, a, was it a dragon? Uh, I don't know. It could have been. I don't remember. All I remember, though, I is remember I got that. on it and I started to cry. And I was like, I will never go on a roller coaster ever again. <laughs> until my friend dared me at Six Flags in New Jersey and said be. that he would pay for my entire ticket price if I went on every roller coaster. And I said, sure. And I did. And to this day, I still like roller coasters. And, and I still go on them sometimes. Now, what's your favorite roller coaster that you've been on? Uh, my favorite... Uh, it's got to be Nitro at Six Flags, man. That that ride has a, it, it's close to my heart. Uh, it's always the first ride we go, and it's always the last ride when I leave. Not, Nitro is probably one of the best roller coasters I've ever been on. Now, what's the scariest one? Scariest? Oh, I think the scariest one that I've ever been on, because uh, I have a, I don't want to say it's a fear anymore, but when I was in high school, I was like really afraid of like wooden roller coasters. Dude, uh, steel same. roller coasters, no problem. I ride all the crazy steel roller coasters, no problem. But wooden roller coasters, I've always like kind of was worried about. When they first built El Toro, I was online like shitting myself. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Are, do I have to ride this? Oh my god. But scariest, I have to go with. Uh, there's a roller coaster. Uh, there's a, there's a. I'm trying to remember what that place is called. Uh, I think it's in Virginia. Uh, Kings Dominion. King Dominion. There we go. Yeah. There's there, there's a theme park, King's Dominion, and there's a ride twist uh, a wooden roller coaster called uh, Twisted Timbers. Yeah, okay. that one that one <laughs> that one got me all types of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I I am so, totally on your side about wooden roller coasters. Like, there's just something about them that I don't trust, and I mean, I shouldn't really trust a regular like steel roller coaster either because nah, shit them. shit happens all the time. Of course, but. Trust now, have you ever been to Hershey Park? All the time. I love Hershey Park. Outside of uh, what's that? The the leg cutter. What's the, what's that ride? Uh, oh, I forgot what that roller coaster is called now. But there's a, a Sky Rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget oh, about that ride. Yeah, the yep. leg cutter. The the I can't ride that ride. <laughs> See, and they have a roller coaster there called the Wildcat, and that's a wooden roller coaster. But and it's I so will not go love, on that thing. I love the Wildcat oh. and, and, and the uh, racing one. The Lightning Racers. Lightning one? Racers yeah. is that dope. One, See now that one's wooden, and I'll go on that one. I don't know. I don't know why, but the Wildcat just seems a little bit off to me. Well, Wildcat is a really old ride. I'm not gonna say it's awesome. Wait a minute. I'm, am I going back? Yeah. You know what? I'm on your side. I kind of forgot what the, I, I kind of I kind of um what's it called? Put Wildcat and and, and Lightning Racers. I kind of got them mixed up for a second. No, Wildcat is the one that that was like banging. Like oh my yes. god. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You're <laughs> no, all, no, no, yeah. No. Yeah, no. I gotta get rid of that ride at some point. No, no, no. The ride is death. So, what is 
and this isn't just a roller coaster question, but what's your favorite like park to go to? I still I still say it's Six Flags Great Adventure. That 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 park is a hoot. Uh, the only rides I don't really like there is uh, Green Lantern because that's the ball breaker. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what I mean. That's the nut breaker. Yep. And uh, Joker. It's because I don't like just being flipped against my will. Mm. So those okay. are the only two rides that I'm not. But I'll ride Green Lantern if I'm with like a group of friends and they're all like, "Let's go on Green Lantern." Fine. I guess I'll go ride it. With <laughs> okay. Y'all. Yeah. Okay. But um, the only one ride that really like messed me up was the one year they made back uh, Batman go backwards. Mm. Yeah, that never again. Six Flags. If you if you pay attention, anyone from Six Flags watching, never let Batman go backwards ever again. That was absolute death. That killed my whole day. I couldn't ride anything else. I was dizzy out my mind. Never again. Please. There's there's a backwards one at Hershey Park. I forget what the heck the name of it is. There's a backwards one at Hershey. I've never seen a backwards roller coaster at Hershey Park. Where- it it goes. It's uh oh man. It's over by the like the frontier area. Okay. So there's like there's two roller coasters right next to each other. One is like it shoots you out at like. 60 miles an hour like they literally oh yeah like um 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 a countdown i know what right you're talking about it shoots you up and goes straight up and then it goes through all those core screws and everything yep it's and then red. there's one right next to it that's the one that goes backwards so you start and you go through everything forward and you get oh, to the top yeah, of the, the track scorpion ride. oh yeah and then you go backwards yeah it's like really quick it, it's like one yeah. loop so oh yeah yeah go yeah. up it's and then you do it all backwards and then you go back into the station. Yeah, I, remember, I yep. know what ride you're talking about. It's Wait quick, a man. But that one, that, oh, I went on that. And just like you said, like, you, you get all messed up in your head. You get all dizzy and stuff because you're going backwards. The whole inertia of everything is just completely different. Yep. It, it's a whole different vibe. The only ride that I could do backwards that I've been on so far that I really love is uh, Possession at uh, Dorney Park. Okay. I'm gonna miss that ride so much. They, uh, they, I think they're getting rid of it this year. Oh, uh, do you know? Do you know the ride I'm talking about? Possession? No, I have not been to Dorney Park. In you gotta go to Dorney Park. Years. Dorney Park is another one of my like favorite parks to go to because it's a two in one. It has the water park yep. and uh, a theme park in one. You pay one price, you get them both. Yep. Um, but Possession is like a a, a half like a giant U, and on one side of it, it's a straight sheer drop, and on the other side of it, it's a corkscrew. And it starts in the middle and it just launches you up one way and then you go backwards and then it launches you the other way. Oh, shit. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. That's the only ride backwards that like gets me every time. And I'm like, oh, I got to do this again. Now, I did like down at uh, Disney, they have the Yeti ride and that goes backwards for a Disney, little bit. Dude. I gotta go oh, you got to go to Disney. Oh, now, wait, you- no. I went backwards. In I went to Universal and I rode Hagrid's for the first time and Hagrid's okay. has a, a, a spot where it goes backwards for a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fun too. If you haven't been to uh, Universal to ride Hagrid's, highly suggest it. I have I I haven't been there since they kind of made it into the Harry Potter. Oh, uh, you gotta go there now. I was there. Oh, I was there a long time ago and it was Dueling Dragons. Oh, you lucky! Oh, I never got to ride it. Dude. Ride. It sucked. You think? It no, sucked? I loved it. Oh, I loved it. That was awesome. such a good ride. I'm so sad that I never get to ride it, man. 
such a good i mean it also probably has something to do with the fact that i love dragons so Same. like the fact that it was dueling dragons Fire i was like ice, man uh, doing I've this i've never watched footage of it i've never gotten the chance to even see it in my face i'm out <sighs> Anyone who has, I'm, I'm instantly jealous. Instantly jealous. Because I know that's one of the best roller coasters ever made. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, I will say. Oh my God. So, now, with wrestling comes games, comes trading cards. And now there's this thing called Wrestle Deck. Oh, yeah. And you, you have... Two, two of your own cards. And if you've been wa- anybody's been watching in the chat, we have two little images of those cards in the progression of stuff. So how did you get chosen to be a part of WrestleDeck? Um honestly, I, I it, it, it I'm not gonna say it was it was luck because you know things happen for a reason. Uh when you work hard, you get certain opportunities, and that's pretty much what it was. You know, I was able to put in a lot of work, get uh, a lot of eyes on me. Um and, you know, I had a lot of help with that, but that's what it was. You know, I was able to just, it was mostly like, I, I got to give credit to IWTV. IWTV mm. really gives wrestlers the opportunity to really branch out and have other people watch their footage. You know, it, I, I, it is the best thing I think that's happened to independent wrestling in so many years has been IWTV. It's the best $10 a month that you can spend. Agreed, and I pay. I Seriously. pay for it too. Every, any wrestling fan should have IWTV. One hundred percent. It is the yeah. best place to watch independent wrestling. It is. now is WrestleDeck out yet? It's not out yet. Uh, okay. I have tested it. It is Ooh. fun as hell. It is very fun game. Uh, I don't want to drop anything because I know that uh, they're still working on certain things. They're still adding certain things to the game. But even just the way it is now, it is fun. So I cannot wait to see this full game. I, I can't wait to keep testing it. Now you also have a background in game design, right? I do. I do. I have a, a degree from Long Island University in video game design. That's awesome. Now, did they come to you and ask you for any help on the on the design of the game? No, they're all covered. They're they're they're, <laughs> they're badass. They got it all down packed. Uh, but. I do give them advice from someone okay. who does have a degree and does have a background in game design. I have given them advice, and I, that's why I said I joined their game as a tester um, because oh, nice. anything that I see that I believe shouldn't be in the game, I tell them to take it out or you know should be in the game. I tell them to add it. Like, this should be here. This should be there. Um, and it's not just about gameplay. It's about a lot of things, UI effects and, and you know placement of where certain things should be. Your stars should be up here, not down here. You know, certain things like that. Yeah, uh, I try to help out and critique, but listen, they got a great staff and they're putting together one hell of a card game. I can't wait. Like I said, I can't wait for everyone to get the opportunity to play it because I'm, it's fun, man. I saw the cards and they're really cool. They have you as a mid card. I don't know about that, but I mean, we'll see after uh, November twentieth if they can try <laughs> to keep me down there and make. I don't think you could be two. I don't think you could have two belts and be in the mid card. I don't know. Man. That's true. That that is true. <laughs> we'll see. So being from New York, I grew up in New York. I lived in, in the tri-state area for a while. You're... We, we got to talk about New York traffic and how oh, much gosh. it sucks. Dude, I, was, I almost was late here just because of it. Oh, no Damn. shit. 
Yeah, New York traffic is ass, bro. It's like it's not even like New Yorkers can't drive. It's just that there's just too many of us. Too many. Like New Yorkers could drive, like, and, and yeah, we'd be swerving in and out of traffic and stuff like that. But that's because there's so much traffic. It, it is bad. It is really bad at times. What's the worst place to drive to in New York? It doesn't matter. The worst place is the Belt. Anywhere you're driving on the Belt the is belt the worst Parkway. place. Ever. The Belt Parkway is the worst thing ever. And I have to take that to get into Jersey every single time. So I'm always in traffic on the Belt. I'm always trying to leave like two hours earlier than I normally want to because it's going to take me forever to just get out of New York. Once you get... um. Once you, the, get once you get the past the Verrazano. And you get past the Verrazano. I mean, you might hit a little bit of traffic in Staten yeah. Island, but once you get into Jersey, yo, yo, people in Jersey be complaining about traffic. Y'all don't know shit about traffic until you sat on a belt parkway and went nowhere in half an hour. And it doesn't matter what time you leave. Like, you, you, just like you said, you could leave two hours early before you normally would leave, and you still get caught in traffic. Bro, I went to, when I was going to um to Florida a couple weeks ago, my flight was at 6 a.m. I was there at 4 a.m. in traffic on the belt. <laughs> like, what? It was on a Tuesday. <laughs> at 4 a.m. on the belt is bumper-to-bumper traffic. I'm sorry, but none of y'all in Jersey have to ever worry about being in bumper-to-bumper traffic unless there's an accident or something stupid is happening. Not mm-hmm. just reg- every regular day. <laughs> bumper to bumper on the belt is regular every every, every day every morning yep. every night i take the belt when i go back to see my dad and it's Jesus. like no matter what no matter what time i leave no matter what time i get there there's always traffic coming in the last time i left coming back oh my god i mean to, for, for everybody in 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 the chat room Jesus christ it really is only like a 25 minute drive to get to 25 to a half an hour to get to the Verrazano Bridge. Yeah, there's maybe, no maybe even less. Maybe yeah. even less. If you hit on, it, it, it depends on where, obviously where you get on. Yep. But I think that at like two in the morning one time, I got lucky when I was cutting home from somewhere uh, in Jersey and I was able to get home in 20 minutes from, from tip to end. Lucky. So it really does depend on where you are. I'm sorry, yeah. but continue, brother. Oh, man. But, but 25 minutes will take you easily an hour and a half. Maybe easily. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe even more. Man, it took me almost like five hours to get to Atlantic City one time. And three hours of it was just trying to leave New York. Yo, it's yep. New York. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. That, but as bad as New York is, at least it's not LA. Yeah, LA traffic is pretty stupid too. <laughs> At least it's not LA. LA traffic is pretty stupid too, but there's just something about the belt. I don't think anything could beat the belt. It's a, it's like the the it's seventh circle lot. of hell. It's a parking lot. Yeah. So you're driving everywhere. You gotta have some funny, interesting stories from the road. Now feel feel free to change names. You know to keep anonymity. All that good stuff. We don't want to cancel anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no cancellations, <laughs> please, please, for the love of God, no cancellations. Yeah, give us a, a a funny road story that's happened to you while you've been traveling. Oh, man, to be honest, it's not it's not like too much, uh, like really, really funny stuff. Um, but I I definitely was on a road trip where like, um, 
one like we were all like falling asleep. We we're all like you know messing with each other while we were sleeping, taking pictures, selfies. All these guys knocked out, knocked out. And one of us got out to he needed to use the bathroom real bad. So we're like, there's nowhere to stop. Like we gotta get to the show. And he was just like, pull over. And he just runs over into the woods. And he's like taking a shit in the woods, but he's still using his phone. So like, <laughs> so we're all just dying laughing, like, oh my God, you can't even put your phone down for five seconds to take a shit. <laughs> he stays there tweeting. In the woods. In the woods. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was just something else, man. Oh my good. That and you don't have anything to sit on. You can't even be comfortable. No, oh, he was chilling. Oh, he oh, if you're if you're tweeting, then you're chilling. <laughs> Ain't no one gonna be tweeting and they're uncomfortable. He, he was pretty comfortable. <laughs> now on the road driving, where are the places that you're gonna stop to get something to eat? Wawa. There's no Wawa in New York, and I love my Wawa. So the second I see a Wawa, pull over. Pull over. What what's the go-to at Wawa? Oh man, I gotta go with anything that's buffalo chicken. Wawa got some good. I mean, Wawa just got good sandwiches in general. I really like. There, there's a couple of times I went to PA and I saw like a secret menu at Wawa, mm. and I was like, "What the hell?" And they had like some secret shakes and stuff like that. I, I'm a foodie. Like I, I may not look it, but like I, I eat, I eat, and that that's. Sometimes it's a problem how much I can eat. <laughs> sometimes it's yeah. really a problem. I got to really be watching my calorie intake sometimes, dude. I, I, I know what you mean, bro. I know what you mean. So, <laughs> like, it, it really don't matter. But I think that uh, definitely because I'm from New York and we just love our heroes and roles here, I got to get something on a hero, dog. New York bread. Best I know around. there's nothing like it. That's that's one of the only things keeping me in New, New York. Bagels, bagels, pizza, uh, and, and rolls and heroes. Yep. Like there's nothing like it. If any of y'all in the chat ever come to New York, get go to a deli in Queens and get yourself a chopped cheese, bro. I, change your life. Get a bagel. Get some cream cheese on that. Yeah. Get fancy. Slap some salmon on it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. I get a little fancy. So now being you've been in Pennsylvania, are you and specifically central PA because that's where a lot of this one chain of gas station slash convenience store is Rudders. Now are, are are you a are you a Rudders guy or a Sheets guy? Damn, bro. I'm about to get a few haters and I, I like Rudders. Like she sheets is I yeah, I'll go there if there's nothing else around, but I I search out for Rudders. Yeah, Rudders got some good food, bro. They do when they have it, man. When this... they have it, yeah. Oh. When they have it, I got Luckily, one. Luckily, right... I haven't run into that oh. situation too much. But when 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 they don't have anything, it is like a punch to the gut. I got one literally right down the road from me, and one night I had a hankering for onion rings. Oh, their onion rings are so good. They had no onion rings. Oh, I'd slapped someone. I... I was so mad. And then, and then I didn't even know what to get at that point. I was like, man, I came in here for onion rings. And, and I think I just got something to drink and I left. I didn't even get anything to eat. I was like, that's how I feel sometimes, especially in New York. That, because like I said, roles and heroes be moving like crazy out here. Like you'll go through a thousand roles in a, in a few hours if you are a deli. Mm -hmm. So there are a couple of times I went late night to deli or we're out of heroes. 
what? How are yeah. you out of heroes? What am I supposed to eat then? <laughs> like what? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I hate it when that happens, but it is what it is. You can go to the next spot, figure it exactly. out. Exactly. Figure it out. There's a Taco Bell the road, right? It's gotta be. Taco Bell, Alex Zane. Okay, what what's the go to meal at Taco Bell then? Taco Bell, well, they ruined my shit. Bro, they, they, okay. They fucked my shit up. I, I, Continue. I, I've been I've been angry at Taco Bell ever since they got rid of two things. Which one? One is the double XL grill stuff burrito. That was the bomb. <laughs> the absolute bomb. And the quesarito. D- I hate y'all for that. I hate y'all for that. Quesarito. Those were my two go-tos. I would just go there and get I, oh, and back in the day, even though they still have the um the the uh cinnamon uh delights yeah they had a captain crunch delight that will blow your mind and they had it for like a couple years and they got rid of it and never brought it back those three items fuck you talk about i I love y'all i still get my doritos locos tacos but man at least give me back my quesarito y'all have the ingredients see there's no y'all have the ingredients but matt but matt let, let I'm gonna clue you into this. I'm gonna clue you into this, my friend, because oh, I like oh, you. You gonna drop a secret on me? Bro? I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a secret. Download the Taco Bell app because you can order the quesarito from the app. What? What kind of dumb shit is that? What kind of foolishness is that? I can't order I, at the store, but I can order on the app. Yep. Nah, 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 nah. Yep. <laughs> nah, nah. The New Yorker in me says fuck that. Literally, uh, literally, you can get... order it. If I can't, if I can't, my friend, me and my friends are hanging out, and we drive up to a Taco Bell. If I can't order the quesarito, I gotta download the app and order. Nah, man, come on, for what? For what? It's an app exclusive. What is this? We, we... It is an app exclusive. That's like saying, oh, in order to get a Big Mac, you gotta download the McDonald's app. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not ordering. I know. That. I know. Get that. Miss me See, with that. See, but what's even worse, what's even worse is when you order the quesarito with steak, not beef, not chicken, the steak quesarito, you order it, you go to pick up your order, and you don't check your order right away, and you get home, and you find out that they gave you a steak quesadilla instead. You see, this is why I don't order on the app. I want I want you to hear the the... the the grinness in my voice when I order this shit. <laughs> See now, now where where Taco Bell went south with me first happened years, years and years and years ago. I'm talking 20 years ago. They had the bacon cheeseburger burrito. I will talk about what this the hell is thing. That? I will talk about this thing till the day I die. Because it wasn't it wasn't about like what the meat was or the bacon was. I mean, it was just a regular burrito, but it was the sauce. The Alex Zane always talks everything. about the sauce. I'm, listen, I call myself the sauce, the sauce The sauce changes everything. Sometimes dude. it makes or breaks everything, dude. Agreed. And 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 this this burrito, and I know Chris, I can see Chris in the chat is going, here he goes again with the bacon cheeseburger burrito. <laughs> But I'm dead, people, people, if if you're not 40 some odd years old, you don't know about the bacon cheeseburger burrito. You you are sorely missing out because it was one of the best things. It was the sauce, just just like I said, the sauce, the sauce is what made it. 
and nothing that they have out there, nothing that you can combine gets to what the heart of that sauce was. Oh my God. You You're making me hungry just thinking about it, dude. I know. I'm glad they brought back potatoes though. Yes. Thank God. I was dying without my Fiesta potatoes. Thank you. Crying. Thank crying. you. Crying. Like that so was happy. the, I, I just don't understand the, the, the revamp of that whole menu in general. Like y'all got rid of everything that was awesome. Everything. Like it, I can't even get cool ranch Doritos Locos tacos. What is this? Nope. What is this? And and y'all know Taco Bell and 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 y'all watching who eat Taco Bell know that fiery Doritos Locos tacos is is prime time if you like spicy. Mm-hmm. Like why get rid of it? I don't understand why they keep getting rid of it. Give me my nacho fries. See, I never had the nacho fries. Nacho fries is great. Never uh, had it, them. It, it, it it is really good for a place that's not known for making fries. Mm. Taco Bell got some good fries, man. Better than them dusty ass Burger King fries. That's true. I'm not a fan of Burger King fries. No, I'm not a fan. I always get onion rings at Burger King. There's only there's only one place that I hold dear for fries, and it's not a place that a lot of people like to eat at, but it's Arby's. Arby's, on uh, Arby's curly fries is top tier. Top tier fries. Matt, I we just, just go be- there for fries. Matt, we just became best friends. You, you don't oh. even realize that, but we just literally became best friends right there. You you are Arby's man? Dude, I love Arby's curly fries. Dude, and their mozzarella sticks. Oh, oh, listen, <laughs> listen. No one, anyone who hates on Arby's is just hating because they never ate Arby's. Agreed. I, like, I can understand you. roast beef. I maybe not the roast beef, but if you go and just get yourself like a regular chicken sandwich, regular bagel chicken sandwich, get get a. Uh, they even got corn on blue chicken sandwich that's fire. Yep. But if you just go there and get a regular chicken sandwich, get large curly fries because if you get a small, you will hate yourself. Yes. Large curly fries and and some mozzarella sticks, it'll turn you into a fan. There's no way that your taste buds say no. Yeah, unless you're a vegan, and I understand if you are. Yes, they they have this great thing that the twelve dollar family pack. Oh yeah! It's, it's it's two roast beef, classic roast beef, or the, the or the cheddar, cheddar and roast beef. Ooh. Four small fries, four of the little sliders, and a six-piece mozzarella stick for twelve bucks. Yeah, dude, twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. Listen, Arby's is a shit. And like I said, if you hate on Arby's, it's just because you haven't eaten Arby's. That's it. I agree. Because one of my friends. Was hating on Arby's and how saying Arby's sucks and how it don't look good. And I was like, let me take you to Arby's. And then you you eat Arby's. I'll even buy your meal. <laughs> and you tell me again. Now he hits me up sometimes, like, oh, you want to go to Arby's? Oh, now you want to go to yeah, Arby's? Now, now you want to go. Now you want to <laughs> go. You do? I see how it is now. Oh, oh, man. oh, man. I could talk about food all night. It's all making me day. hungry. I know I'm starving. I had, chopped cheese. I had chicken cheesesteak for. For dinner tonight. Oh, I love chicken cheesesteak. It was so good. I wish I had more. Anyway, more. we're we're gonna get back into into the wrestling side of things right now. Word, word, word. So we already talked about Saturday, November twentieth. You got the the match at Last Breath. Uh, I saw just the other day that uh, Saw Standalone Wrestling dropped January 29th of next year. Winter's oh, yeah. blast, winter blast. Yep, we're going back to the scoop. Where you're going up against Blackstrom, who you've who you've gone against before. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
what are you looking forward to about that match in January? Now, it, now it's a special match, correct? Yes. So the first match, um, he tapped me out with a submission uh, by uh, distraction. All right. The crowd was acting pretty wild, talking a lot of garbage. I got distracted and I lost by submission. So I challenged him to a no submissions match. Mm. He, can you can you beat me without using your special abilities and submissions? Can you can you beat me going one on one, face straight? Uh, brawl style, beat him up down. Let's see if you can fight. That's what I want to see. I want to see if you can fight. So this is going to be a different kind of match, and I'm very excited for it. He's probably going to get kind of messed up. Like I said, he's great at submissions. He's great at what he does, but I'm great at what I do, and that's putting my foot up your ass and putting my and, and breaking your jaw. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that match, man. It's going to be good. Now, if he puts you in a submission, is it going to be like a, a five-second, he's got to break it? Or... Oh, no, submissions are not illegal. He just can't win. If I tap oh, out... Oh, okay. Listen, the match continues. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he can still use submissions. I, I ain't afraid of that, but you ain't going to try to to catch me off guard and, and put me in a submission that I can't get out of because he had me in some submission. I got some long limbs. He had me in some submission where I was damn near clapping, clapping my hands. I couldn't... <laughs> so that ain't going to happen again, bro. You don't have to. You don't have to knock me out to put me down this time. Oh man! So you have those two. Do you have anything else that that's on the pike for you coming up here that you yeah. that you can tell us that you can tell us that I can tell? Yeah, I have uh, SWO. I'm gonna be back at SWO on uh, December uh, 18th. Oh, that's gonna nice. be a very fun time. Uh, I will not be working. However, I, I, like I said earlier, I'm gonna continue to go to MLW. MLW has a big show coming up uh, this Saturday at. Um, Back at the same arena at 2300. Um, yeah, that's everything for, for now. Um, I'm definitely pulling in more shows. I'm hoping to work. Uh, I got uh, ECWA has a show that's coming up this weekend. Uh, definitely check that out. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like more more shows are going to keep coming. Uh, winter months is sometimes a little bit more difficult for a lot of uh, us on the East with, you know, snow and yep. all this craziness that the winter comes with. But uh you know, I'm 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 gonna get my spots. You know, that's what the that's that's what the territory champ does. Is continue to go out there and uh, perform the best that he can. Nice. Well, I will see you at the SWO show in December because I will be able oh, yeah. to go to that one. So I will oh, see yeah. you that's there. Gonna, that's gonna be fun. Were you able to go to the uh, previous one from Halloween this past weekend? I was not. No, I had some prior. I wanted to go, and some things ran a little bit long, and I wasn't able to get there. But I I read the write up about the show, and it sounded like it was great. Yeah, it was a pretty fun show. I, I, I'm very upset that I wasn't able to make that show. Um, I had a wedding. Uh, congratulations to Sean and Anna. Y'all know who you are. But um, yeah, I had, a, I had a wedding that I had to go to. I was very excited to be uh, a part of the show. The Halloween show for SWO is always a banger. Uh, all Everyone, you know, there's a lot of indie shows. Everyone dresses up and has a good time. Yeah, uh, the yeah. fans love it. The kids love it. Uh, but this is the summer show. About, we're about to get to work. This is about to be another big banger show. Um, I'm not gonna spoil who could possibly be on it, but we there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of big names that are, that that could be on this show. So Ooh. definitely want want y'all to check out. Like I said, SWO uh, December 18th. Yeah, it's gonna nice. be uh, that that that's gonna be a fun show. Not gonna and spoil they, it. They also have a show on November 20th that Saturday. I think uh, Sunny Kiss, who you mentioned before. Yes, it's coming in for that. So yes. unfortunately, I will not be at that one either because it is my wife's birthday that day. Oh, happy birthday, so, too, man! I know it's early, but still, happy birthday. I will. I will tell her when I see her in the morning. Thank of you. Of course, man. So they got another show then. 
so now upcoming shows talked about that future we talked about you want to get into AEW. 100 that's the place for wrestlers right now man that's, that's the place has and now i'm sure you can't tell us but has there been any contact between yourself and the fine folks at aew i have made contact i'm not going to definitely say what's going on with that until i have like uh 100 confirmation on things but i i have definitely tried to put myself out there um i have spoken to a few people uh in aew and you know you never know you never know when a sh- opportunity can come so I, i'm gonna keep pushing that and keep pushing my objective and you know one day it's gonna it's gonna happen i have no uh, doubt in my mind that you'll definitely see me on uh te- television someday soon for sure nice tony khan like you know i know you're watching you, you know <laughs> you're just hanging out tonight watching can, can we get Matt and something upcoming? Come on, please. Hell yeah, I'll fly down Come right on. now. We got dark. I know dark's in Orlando. I love Orlando. Let's go. Yeah. Move me to Orlando. I'll, I'll film dark every week. Let's go. So, in the ring, who who do you have the best chemistry with? Who do you, who do you like working with the most in the ring over your career? Uh, it's also uh, Eric Corvus. Uh, we don't have to talk about anything. There's nothing that needs to be said. We go out there, we put on a banger. Uh, there's just so much history with Eric and I, so it's very easy to work with him. And he's such a great worker in general. So outside of the fact, even if I didn't know him, he would also be an excellent person to work. I hope that a lot of, uh, companies continue to give him the opportunity and I hope that a lot of young wrestlers get to work with him because he's very knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about. Um, as I mentioned, another young name, uh, Anthony Michael. He's also in uh, UWA Elite. I haven't been able to get the chance to wrestle with him recently. But uh, over the years, I've wrestled with Anthony Michael in tons of different matches and promotions. It, it, I, I love working with him. I can't wait to get an opportunity to work with him again. Uh, I think that uh, if if I were to win the UWA Elite Championship, or I'll say when I win it, because I'm a badass and that's what I like to do. When I win the UWA Elite Championship on November 20th, I would like to give him, I would like for him to be my first, the first opportunity because nice. he puts in the work. So Anthony Michael, if you watch him, bro, be ready, bro. As soon as I win this chip championship, I'm, I'm making sure that I, you the first person that's asked, I will. You give it. You're giving your friends a shot, and you're just smacking them right down. That's right. That's what you got to do. Exactly. Let's say this is basketball. You you bring your friends on the court, but you gonna dunk on them. Yep. You want to embarrass them, but they got on the court, and that's what matters. He get he get, getting in the ring with the champ. That's what matters, you know. But you gonna get your ass bust. I ain't gonna tell you it's gonna be easy. <laughs> now, okay. So now let's jump back to SWO. Mm-hmm. Is there someone in SWO that you're coming after? Well, I got to come after Tim Rush, first of all, because he hit me in the nuts twice in the last show. So definitely Tim Rush. Uh, but if there's one man in SWO that I'm really, really chopping at the, at the bit to fight one-on-one, hmm... There's a lot. Like SWO has a lot of great talent, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, 
SWO is, is pretty stacked with talent. Let me think. Brax Keller? I think that he's the PPW champion. That man, I got to fight. Okay. That's the man I got I to gotta fight. I've been... Uh, We've, he's, we've been avoiding each other. There was a couple of times we got booked against each other and the match just didn't happen for whatever reason. I know at um, the the uh, standalone wrestling show where I wrestled Backstrom, I was supposed to wrestle. No, 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 it wasn't standalone. It was a different show. Ah, it was uh, 3WA. Uh, it was a okay. show with uh, Matt Cardona. I was supposed to wrestle against uh, uh, Keller and... Uh, it, it fell through and I ended up wrestling Ken Andrews, which is fine, but I need Keller one-on-one. It doesn't have to be for anything. It just needs to be a battle. SWO. Again, like I said, to, like I said to Tony Khan, like I said to the guys at MLW, I know you're watching. Make it happen. 100%. Make it Make happen. It happen. And, and for everyone watching too, give my book, continue to give my boys uh dog nation a watch. Those guys, those two continue to put on some fire content out there, fire matches. Everything is hot that they do. Pay attention to Dog Nation if anyone uh, anyone's listening for that, for sure, bro. So the proverbial question that every podcast asks, what is the bucket list match for Matt Vertigo? What is that one match that's on that pedestal that you want at some point in time in your career? Like the dream? Like, are we talking dream about match. the dream or are we talking about like the reality? Cause like. We're, we're talking, we're talking the dream match. It, man, this is, uh, this tough. There's so many guys, but um, I'm probably going to take heat for this one. And I always do. I always take heat for this, but as you can see, oh, right up there, my favorite wrestler is Roman Reigns. So it, he's been since the beginning uh, that ever, ever since he was in FCW, I've been high on Roman Reigns uh, and I've never doubted him in, at any time in his career. When everyone was booing him, I was one of the guys. I went to the Philly. I, I went to Royal Rumble in Philly where he got booed out the arena. I was, I was there. That was, you were too. That was huge. I was I, I was over there talking mad garbage to everyone around me. They're all booing me. It's fine. Like I, I but if I in my career, I think that would be like the biggest match I could think of for me would be against one on one with Roman Reigns. Uh, but the match that I actually want because I studied this man so many times. I've been studying this man for years. Is uh, and like I said, this is not necessarily like a huge name, but uh, Dijakovic. Okay. Uh, I that that is probably the one guy that I feel like we have the exact same style. That we could throw, we could throw hands, we could we could fly, we could yeah. kick, we could brawl. We got power game. We could power bomb people everywhere. We could go hardcore if we really want to. I feel like that is the the biggest match like that, that I would want to do for me not necessarily Matt Vertigo but thinking about my, me personally is yeah, Dijakovic yeah. I look up to him I I've followed him I've I've just been studying him for years so I'm gonna go with Dijakovic okay now totally random behind you is a WWE title belt is that a spinner belt back there 
Yeah, that's the uh, that's the old that that's the spinner. Okay. Yeah, nice. that's another belt that, that, like I said, I got into wrestling a little late. That was, like, one of the coolest things I ever saw when I first got into wrestling. I was like, oh, God, that belt is sick. <laughs> I, I was like, I gotta get it. Gotta get it. But I had a lot of belts. Uh, I sold a few of them. I had the uh, big uh, ECW belt, the silver one. Oh, okay. Um, I have the uh, big Goldie. I got the the World Heavyweight Championship, WCW. Um, I had the uh, U.S. spinner at one point. I had, I had the original US at one point too, but the 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 spinner and Big Goldie are the ones that I are still are the two that I still have now. Nice. Are those your favorite? Those are my favorite for sure. Like even though people didn't like the spinner, the spinner belt is fire. I don't know why y'all hating on it so much, man. I know y'all take the spinner over what we got now. Don't front. It seems it seems as if for at least WWE that their belt designs have regressed and regressed in a bad way? I don't necessarily want to use the word regress because I mean, like, the title's not... It's not necessarily a bad design. Like, if if it was just one of the titles that looked like that, it wouldn't mm. be bad. It's because yeah. half of them look like that. That's where it's like, okay. And, and, and like, they, they have really good titles. Like, the, the NXT title's fire. Even the women's tag team championship design is fire. Like they have, they have great titles. It's just that they have the cookie cutter for the four world titles. Yeah, it's a cookie cutter title. If all four had different type of designs, I don't think we would be hating on it. Not at all. True. I was there at SummerSlam when they unveiled the Universal title, and it was just booze all the rest of the night. <laughs> no man, New York shot all over that. Oh, oh man, I know Vince was in the back. Like damn. New York crowds, <laughs> Philly crowds, and Chicago crowds. If you show like, us something, it's got to be good. You, you yeah. can't even show us something that's a little bad. We'll shit on him real quick. Ex- yeah, 100%. So, Matt, let me ask you a question. And this will be up to Chris as well, but do you have time to take any questions from the chat room? Yeah, 100%. Let, let's hear from the chat room, guys. So, yeah. Christopher, do we have any questions from chat tonight? So we had a couple, uh, and everyone can hear me now, so that's probably a good thing. Hey, so, look at that. You're better than yeah. me. You, unmu- you unmuted yourself. I, it was a double unmute, too. So, I, yeah, super smart. <laughs> so uh, Vic came with some questions. Uh, I'll give it, give some folks some time to ask some more questions in the chat, too. But uh, Vic uh, started with uh, the hard or soft uh, for your bread, for your, uh, for your hoagie roll. Like the hard like, like, roll like, or like, the soft roll? Uh, you mean like 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 uh, like toasted? No, like I'm so toasted. you know that sometimes it's like the soft bread where it's, it's not like having the crunchy crust to it. It's oh just... no, it's got to have a crunchy crust. No, no, keep 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 whatever soft. No, 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 no. You gotta get <laughs> no, the crumbs no, no. all over the place. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 you gotta take a bite and it explodes. Like if it don't explode, it ain't real. It ain't real heat roll. Like no, got it. All right, and Vic came with an. Uh, so I have admittedly done this. So, what is your perfect <laughs> fast food meal? But you can only pick one item from each restaurant. Oh, so this like, is really funny. This is really funny. So I've already <laughs> done this. So, like, like I said, I'm not trying to get canceled, but we, we, uh, me and my friends used to have this day called Fat Day. We would just go out and pick out like three things from like three, four different fast food restaurants and come together and just like have like a 
giant like table of just food. We'll just eat and chill, play games or whatever. Um, but what we did was we went to Taco Bell and we got uh, the 12 pack of tacos. It was all Doritos Locos tacos. Then we went to White Castle and we got a crate case. Yeah, see, you already know. I, I see you. And then, and then we went. And of course, you know, if you're getting fries, you already know the, the, the vibes in here. We went to uh, Arby's and got the curly fries. And then for dessert, we went to Krispy Kreme and got Krispy mm. Kreme donuts. So that was probably like the greatest meal, the greatest fast food meal I've ever had was, yeah, the Taco Bell tacos, the Crave case. I don't even know how I'm alive. I was just gonna say, <laughs> how, how, was, how was the colon feeling that how did I morning? even survive that day? I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. I not to think about it, but that was an amazing meal. That was a, that was a fun time. Never never duplicated because if it if we survived once, we shouldn't try to. It, I don't know if we'd survive again. Don't want to tempt fate twice. No, no, we we that was great though. So the. Uh... Any more questions, you guys drop them if you can. I do have my own kind of question slash comment. You mentioned a lot of good fast food places, a lot of good fast food items. Being from the New York area, you failed to talk about checkers, which is not something that we get everywhere because it goes, it goes over to rallies when you're in a different area. That's but I know there's one when you go over uh, across <laughs> Island into the Bronx there, there's, there's a checkers there. Yeah, and there's I would, a few now. There's a yeah. few. Yeah, but I would make bomb. my way to that checkers all the time because checkers might have the best regular fries around. I mean, it's not regular either because it's season. Yeah. So it's the best season well, fries. Checkers is fire, though. I, I'm not going to lie. Listen, we all could go for a big Buford. That's how you know I'm in the checkers. I know what yeah. We gonna all go for a big Buford, all right? That Checkers is, is banging. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, I'm a fan of, are really good. I'm a fan of that two for five double. Yeah, you know, that, that, that two get. for fives is crazy. You good. get a du- double spicy chicken and two, like, chili dogs and fries and a drink. You can't pass that up for, I'm a for, fan for of seven their, bucks. I'm a fan of their chicken and fries box. Um, my daughter when they had. They, they had a they had, used to have a garlic chicken and fries box and that used to be fire. Oh man, yeah, I love uh you, I'm glad you brought it up, Chris, because our um Checkers is, is is definitely got some place in my heart in, in fast yeah. food. Checkers is fire, dude. 100%. I have literally pulled from one drive through to another because I didn't notice the checkers across the street and immediately Yo, I did was that like, too. Nope. <laughs> I definitely did that too. I was pulling in to like get some like healthy food and I saw a checkers and I was just like, damn, bro. Damn, y'all messed me up. <laughs> Quick turn that car I'm around. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But outside of this, there's another one outside of New York that I when I um I used to live in Ohio for a couple of years. Steak and shake. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. That that messed me up too. The, the steak and shake was di- now coming after having steak and shake coming back to New York and having like Shake Shack and some of these others, it just don't hit the same, bro. Steak and shake was something special. So we're just gonna stay on food. Val's in the chat. Val always <laughs> has to ask this question. Val wants to know how do you take your pancakes? Oh man, uh damn, that was a hard one. Cause I just I, I I'm I got a sweet tooth. 
So like, I never really order regular pancakes. I can never really eat just a regular stack of pancakes. It's always gotta be something crazy or stupid. Uh, the last time I had pancakes, I had like a, a Nutella and bacon pancakes. Oh my God, that was something. Oh, <laughs> that was something. But I, I like uh, I like going to IHOP and getting the uh, the birthday cake pancakes. Those are fire. Got got uh, sprinkles and, and cream cheese ice cream or whatever. I like red velvet uh, pancakes too. But those, uh, that Nutella and bacon pancake, that was something else, dude. Well, timing is everything because we start talking about pancakes and we just got raided by Rhino JB and all of oh. his viewers over there. Welcome, Raiders. Welcome over here. I hope you guys all had fun. They call them crashers over on that stream because, hey. you know, a rhino, a group of rhinos is actually a crash. Yeah, crash so the party, man. They have crashed our interview here with Matt Vertigo. Thanks for coming in. We are asking questions from the chat right now, and we are just talking about food. Yeah. So yeah. anything you got to talk about, anything questions you got, uh, I am the voice in the sky today. We get, This is Captain's Quarters, so you got Captain <laughs> Chuckle on the screen. Uh, Nasilla had churros today with Nutella, so that oh, that sounds that's, amazing. That's so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, this is definitely turned into a food a food network chat for sure now. A sports oh, food. Oh. Sports food. Sports, sports food. food. Sports food. Sports food. <laughs> sports food. Hell yeah. Now, now I I gotta know what what's your stance on waffles? I like waffles. But I'm more of a, and this goes with pancakes too. I like all of them, but I love me some French toast, bro. French toast is where it's at. It is the best. It is the best. It's better than pancakes and waffles. Oh Hands man, down. French toast is something special, dude. If they have, I gotta have French toast, the Nutella bacon French toast. Now that, that's Ooh. a game changer. That's a game changer right there. Oh my uh, God. After this interview, I'm going to go eat. <laughs> God damn. God damn. <laughs> you got a Sorry, lot of French toast love in the chat. A lot of French Hell toast yeah. love in the Hell chat. The yeah. chat knows what's up. The chat knows what's up. French toast is special. Now, French toast, do you go for those like thick, like the challah pieces oh, yeah. of French toast? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You already know. You said the right word, challah. Yes. Oh, yeah. bring, bring them out. That's the best kind. I love it. See now, yes, if often, oh, uh, IHOP has the strawberry stuff, French toast. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you if you ever go to IHOP mm. and you like French toast, get the strawberry stuffed French toast. It is the challah bread, but it's it's piped in like like a uh, like a jelly donut with strawberry filling. So good. Interesting. Yeah, put that on your bucket list for food. I'm going to. You gotta, you gotta hit me back up and let me know how it is. I think I, it's one of my favorite things there. I will. We we uh, my, my wife and I have been talking about getting like breakfast out in one of the mornings and like we literally talked about it all Friday night one we're like we're going to get pancakes tomorrow. Like we're going to the diner, we're getting pancakes tomorrow. And we both completely forgot. And it was like one o'clock. We were like, man, we forgot to go get pancakes this morning. <laughs> Oh, that'd be happening though, bro. So then, so then we went to the diner. And we got lunch instead. But you know, we'll, we'll we'll get breakfast. I mean, you get breakfast any point, at any time in the day. Yeah, you know, I'll eat breakfast at nine p.m. I don't care. Bre Brinner is yeah, the best meal. 
for me, food is food. I'll, I'll have a pizza at nine in the morning and then have eggs and bacon at ten o'clock at night. Okay, so so, so here's a serious question. Oh, can you eat your pizza cold? Yes. Thank yes. you. I can eat cold pizza. Okay, but it depends on the pizza. I can't eat cold Domino's or like Pizza Hut pizza. Like I, I'm not a fan of like the fast food because I'm, also I'm from New York. We have great pizza out here. Yeah. So it's like you can have Domino's or you can have like Geno's. Oh, you're going Geno's. Of course, I'm 10 100 percent of the time. 100 percent of the time, I'm gonna pick Geno's or or Gabby's. Yeah. Gabby's pizza in New York is nuts. Like, or even if you go to Manhattan, you get those dollar pizzas, the little dollar shops. Their pizza is fire too. So it's like, I, I, I don't know. If you're ordering Domino's and you're from New York, you're messing up. That's just me. Agreed. Agreed. Like you can spend twenty dollars and go get a pie of some real good shit compared to just getting some regular. I don't know, meat lovers. Nah, forget all that. Get yourself something nice. You don't, you don't need stuffed cheese crust. No. I mean, you, stuffed cheese crust is fire, too. But it's, no. it's good. But no, you don't. I've you had need. bare bones pizza from some of these shops that are just like, oh, my yes. God, melts in your mouth. Mm, delicious. Yes. Jersey got some good pizza, too. Yeah. Pennsylvania even has a couple of good pizza places. I've seen Philly, some Philly's got some really... Pizza. I've it, seen some real terrible pizza in Pennsylvania, bro. That, that is true. That is true. Know. But there, 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 there are a handful of decent pizza places in Pennsylvania. I believe it. I, I've had some. I've had some good pizza in PA for sure, but I don't go looking for it. No, I definitely don't go looking for it. That that's no. just like a sin on my people. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I'm sorry, New York guys. Listen, y'all, my people. I, I ride. I ride a die for New York pizza, New York food. So, like I Chinese food. I can't go to other states and have Chinese food. It's just not like. It's just not the same for me. It's just not the same. And y'all I, can't tell me you go get like Panda Express. No, fuck you. you no. I'm not eating no Panda no, no, Express. No. I, I have been, uh, what's the word? Uh, I guess. Uh, like Spoiled? Spoiled? Spoiled with, with good Chinese food that I can't eat other Chinese. I can't. It just don't, it's just, it don't hit the same. No, New York it, spoiled it, me. You, you, you have that taste of something that you like from New York. And no other place can hit that taste. Except like going to the country itself. Because when I went to Italy, oh my God, Italian food in Italy is something else. Pizza in Italy is something else. Mm. Something else. I had a linguine. Oh my God. Probably the fresh linguine that I guarantee like a grandmother was making that day. (laughs) She's in the back. Yeah, rolling it straight up. Straight up. (laughs) I I think that that, uh, the trip I took to Italy... Uh, a couple years ago, I, I've had the best food and best beer that I've ever had in my life. Regular red sauce? Regular. On the linguine? Regular. And it was the best. It was the best. Oh, man, I got to go back to I got to go back to Rome. And I, yeah, I got to go <laughs> just, Even just for the food, I got to go back. Okay, Chris, any other questions from chat that came up while we were, of course... Talking more about food. <laughs> I think I think everybody's just eating or just watching yes. and just thinking about eating. I mean, there's tons of people here, but <laughs> yes. Everyone's just enjoying the food. But and by the way, if you ever want to make your own French toast at home, don't use butter don't. in that pan. Don't, don't use butter. Use bacon fat. I agree. Bacon I fat. Agree. It changes the game. 
It really does. And you don't have to add anything because you'll cook your bacon prior and then just throw your... Oh, man, you're changing it. Dude, cap. Listen to the cap here. All right? Listen to the cap here. He knows what he's talking about, guys, for sure. He knows what he's talking about. Keep a can of bacon fat and just use that. Yeah, even if even if it's not in the can, it's fresh. Yeah, you just, you just even, made even bacon, if it's fresh right from there. And then like you pour some of it out, and you just start putting the oh, oh God, I'm getting hungry again. <laughs> it calmed down for a second. Nah, now it's bugging it, out again. Right, I know. Okay, so we're we're gonna go to Chris's most hated part of the interview. Uh oh, and it's it's the wrestlers feud. We haven't, I haven't perfected it yet. I got to come up with some intro or some music or or something. But Matt Vertigo, are you ready to play the wrestler's feud? I am. I don't, I I don't know where this is going, but I'm very excited. (laughs) So literally, literally, it's just like the family feud, except we don't have a family. You're a wrestler. So it's the wrestler's feud. All right, let's do this. I'm hyped. So I have the one, two, three, four, five, the top six answers are on my imaginary board behind me. Uh-oh. And the question, and you you get your normal three strikes. The question is, name a state that has a lot of sports teams. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Let's think. Uh, California? Bing, number two. Keep All right. going. All right. I got to go with New York. Ding, 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 ding. Number one answer. Sure. Uh, I got to go with Texas. On the board at number four. All Keep right, going, right. sir. All right, come on, come on. Let me think here. Let me think here. Uh, damn, those are like the three. Those are the three big ones. All right, all right, all right. Uh, can we go with uh, Massachusetts? Massachusetts. And oh, damn. It's okay. not on the first strike. That's okay. You got three three answers left. You got two strikes left. Damn. Yeah, I knew the first three. I knew the first three instantly. Oh. Uh, we, we need number three. Can we get uh, maybe a Florida? Florida coming in at number three. Yeah. That is correct. So okay, got you got the top four. You just need five and six. Damn, that's tough. It is. That's tough. Um. Uh, maybe the Carolinas. Thinking like shit. Uh, I had a feeling that wasn't gonna be it. I, I will tell you that one of these states was brought up earlier today, earlier tonight in our in our interview. I swear to God, if it's Ohio, I swear to God. Hold on. Would would it be Pennsylvania? It is Pennsylvania coming in at number five. All right, number six, dude. There is one left. You you have have one left and one strike left. Can I clear the board? Can, Can Matt Vertigo be the first wrestler on the wrestler's feud to clear the board with all correct answers? Uh, I will tell you that this number six answer only had two votes. Oh, dude, that's so hard, man. Out of how many people? It was 100? Like, out of 100. Out of 100. Oh, my God. 
this is tough, man. This is tough. I want to. I want to be the first so bad, but I don't even know. You where to could start, be. Man. I don't even know where to start with this. Vic, one. it is not Alaska. It is not Alaska. <laughs> we. I will. I will tell you, it is not Alaska, and it is not Delaware, Vic. Oh man! Uh, all right, all right. I I just gotta go for it. I just gotta I just gotta figure this out and go for it. All right. Is it? Is it Illinois? Oh my God! Oh is my Illinois? God. <laughs> Matt Vertigo, first wrestler to clear the board on the wrestlers' feud. Let it happen. Go. Let's go. Top six, New York, California, Florida, Texas, Pennsylvania, and Illinois. Damn, Matt Virgo, way to go, man. Listen, champ doing champ things, baby. Let's I go. I, so, okay. So now your name is 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 on that top spot right now for all That's the right. wrestlers feud contestants that we've had. I got my imaginary free t-shirt. Uh, we'll talk about free t-shirts later. Don't even worry about that. Don't even worry about that. So, Matt, thank you so much for coming on with us tonight. I got two last questions for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we'll give you a chance to plug all your socials and everything. Of course, bro. It's been a blast so far. Food, the wrestler's feud you won. I, I, I'm Finally, we got somebody to get all the answers. I love it. So... We're going to go back to one of the first questions we had when you were a little Matt Vertigo. So what would you tell a 10-year-old you if you could go back in time? You could drop wisdom. You, 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 you could tell yourself anything you want. As much as I love wrestling, I would have told myself to not quit basketball. Uh, I was uh, – I got bullied out of basketball, and that's just mm. the truth. Uh, I wasn't necessarily the biggest or strongest. I was bullied a lot when I was younger. Uh, like I said, I was a stick figure. So, you know, what, what was I really going to do? Especially in New York. You already know how grimy it could possibly be here, especially mm -hmm. in middle schools and elementary schools and high schools. It's grimy as hell. Um, no matter what school you go to, it, it, it could get grimy. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I would tell myself, don't quit basketball. Because uh, I, was, I was pretty good at that age. And like I said, I, I ended up being a 6'6". 225 pounds i could have i could have you know i i i honestly feel like i could i could have been in the league if i really really put my mind to it um but i'm also very thankful for wrestling because wrestling changed my life and it, it shaped me into who i am today and i think that without wrestling uh, i wouldn't be who i am so but i mean i wouldn't have quit basketball so young that that i think that that's the best advice i i would have given myself at that age nice okay. Don't now, now, extra question: Did did that bullying happen at the college level or no? Like, and I didn't necessarily really play like it was D three. Like, I, I didn't really play uh, that long in college. So I, I I didn't really consider uh, you know me like putting myself out there that I played in college. I'm, I I honestly don't even really consider it that because I didn't take it really that seriously because I was already wrestling. I was yeah. focused on that. Um, it was more high school. High school is where, like, uh, I really started to play a lot, a lot of uh, basketball. Um, but, yeah, it, it was high school. It was uh, right after I made the uh, the, the team, after I made uh, ju the Juvie team. 
um, I started noticing that people were treating me differently and acting differently based on the way I played. And I didn't necessarily really like that. I didn't know how to mm. handle that. But that also allowed me to learn how to handle it today because it's just like wrestling. You know, people are going to change it up on you depending on, you know, what you're doing and the type of gimmick you're running and the, the type of character you're playing. You know, it's going to change up on you. So actually yeah. going through that really helped me pre prepare myself for that type of stuff that I'm dealing with now that I could deal with the now and in the future. But at a young age, you know, when you've been bullied for so much, sometimes it takes you out of what you love to do. And that, I kind of let that happen. And, you know, I, that is one of my uh, few regrets that I have from high school is to not let people affect me, you know, not let people's words affect me, just use it as motivation to make me push myself to go even harder. Yeah, that's that. that that actually probably the advice I'll give myself. That's outside of quitting uh, basketball, definitely do don't quit anything. Don't let other people dictate how you live your life and how you push yourself to live your life. Just live your life the way you want to. Be happy. Who cares if other people are not happy? You're happy. That's all that matters. It's your life, not theirs. Exactly. Exactly. The one don't let other people it. get to you. Don't let other people get to you. Exactly. Okay. Final question. And as, and as much fun as we've had tonight, we always preface this question to our guests is this could break, this could make or break this entire interview oh, shit. on one question. I don't know. After Arby's, I don't think that anything could break it. I don't know, man. That, but that, 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 but you, the question. we'll go. see. We'll see. Okay. So we're talking cookies. We're talking Oreo cookies. We're back to food. We're back to food. We we <laughs> we started off with with childhood and wrestling. We we merged to food. We went back to wrestling, and of course, we're back on to the bald food. monkeys. We're going back to food. So, Hell yeah. single stuff or double stuff. Where does your Oreo cookie allegiance lie? Double 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 stuff. I'm all that about the double stuff. Is bro. the right answer. Hell yeah, dude. You gotta have double stuff. Thank you. Why not? Thank you. Why not? Like, who who says that I don't want more? Like, you, you don't eat one Oreo. Psychopath. And I know for sure some of y'all take the single pack ones and you open up and you put them together to make a double stuff. Don't act like y'all don't do that. <laughs> y'all definitely do that. It, yeah. Double St stuff is psycho, the way to go. Psychopaths man. choose single stuff Oreos. Oh, those thin ones. Uh, okay. If you're gonna get Oreos, why would you ever go diet Oreo? What? Yeah. What? You getting Oreos, bro? You might as well just enjoy it. You don't go <laughs> diet Oreo. I, I amend what I said. Single stuff Oreo eaters are crazy. Uh, thin stuff Oreo eaters are psychopaths. Psychos. Psychos. The, the mini Oreos though are fire. Like even though they're not double stuff, the mini yes. Oreos are pretty good. But if you're buying Oreos gotta go double stuff dude. we just talked to i think it was on val's show i think she talked to aaron wade and he chose the 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 mini oreo cookies the mini ones are really good just like, shove a whole bunch of them they're so good like i don't i can't even describe them there's also this oreo flavor that i had when i was in ohio that i can't seem to find anywhere i don't know if it doesn't exist anymore or what but there were these wild berry oreos and i almost like I bought like a pack of six because I was a nut. <laughs> like wild berry Oreo. Oh, they were so good. They were so good. It was like regular chocolate Oreos, but they had like a, it was double stuffed, but with a wild berry filling. Huh. 
it was so good. Chocolate and berries always works. Always works. Yes. Cho- uh, I need them to bring that dip back. strawberries. I need I need him to stop with this mint bullshit. <laughs> I need him to get out of this mint and, and peanut butter Oreos and just give me my wild give me my wildberry back. That was yes. fire. And I hope that you get an opportunity to try the wildberry ones if they ever come back out. Hold on, let me see if I can find it real quick. <laughs> I'm I was I'm not a big fan of the flavored Oreos, but I have had the carrot cake ones, and I'm a fan of carrot cake, and they were actually halfway decent. I do have to say. Oh, here we go. It was it was this. This shit. Oh, okay. Berry Oreo. This was something, and then they kind of tried to make it up. By, by adding this, and this was really good too. Berry berry burst ice cream. What in the dude, hell? So good. I know, like, I, dude, these were so good. That's I crazy. Even, I can't even fathom. You know what they need? So my favorite dessert, I know I'm just going to be rambling on, talking about food. My favorite dessert is creme brulee. If they ever made a oh. creme brulee, if they ever made a creme brulee Oreo, I, I would retire. I'm that, retired. Just eat Oreos for the rest of my life. Is there it is there anything better than breaking through that sugared top on a creme brulee? This is the best for thing. dessert. It is the best sound and the best feeling in the world. I agree. It is so I good. I, I went on a cruise. Oh yeah, I went on a cruise around Europe a few years ago. And Matt Vertigo, the world traveler. I love traveling. That it is possibly one. If I could, if, if I could be like Andrew Zimmerman and just travel and eat, <laughs> that'll be the greatest. That 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 would be my life's treasure right there. Just to travel and eat. That's all I love. That, that's what I love to do outside of wrestling. Travel and eat. Play video games. But I was on a cruise, and every night I had creme brulee for thirteen oh. days. Oh my! <laughs> thirteen days. <laughs> every night to got to a point where our server wouldn't even ask me for dessert yeah, he just put he, at it. one night he put two cups in front of me he was just like sir you're creme brulee <laughs> you you already know boss <laughs> oh that's awesome uh well in case you didn't know double stuff oreos is the correct answer of course it is it's always the right answer if you if you didn't know no I don't know who doesn't know, who needs to know, but if if I if you got to get slapped to know, I mean, we can play that game too. I agree, I agree. Well, Matt, it has been a blast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, yeah, if you're in the New York area, New Jersey area, please check out Last Breath on November twentieth in New Jersey. Uh, where's the, and the Saw Show is in Pennsylvania, right? And that's yeah, right that's in the Skook. If you're from PA, you know about the Skook. So yeah, right. So that, that's a, the beginning of next year. So please come out, support independent wrestling. And while we're talking about support, Matt, tell everybody where they can find you. Hell yeah, bro! You can definitely find me on uh, major platforms. On uh, Twitter, it's uh, at Matt Vertigo. Pretty simple. On uh, Instagram. You know, we got a lot, you got a lot of little bit of little things you got to add on to that, uh, to that name tag, but it's Matt underscore Vertigo underscore pro. You could also follow me on Twitch at uh, Vertigo uh, videos and Vertigo creations. Um, I also have my uh, own private store outside of the pro wrestling tees, which the pro wrestling tees is called the drip shop, but you can go over to uh, Teespring, uh, front slash uh, Vertigo apparel 
you can go check out my different designs and custom designs and exclusive designs that I only put out on that shop. And then also, you see, I'm rocking a brand renowned. You could check out uh, if you're into like sportswear. Um, I am sponsored by a uh, fitness uh, sportswear team called Renowned uh, Sportswear. You can go check them out on Instagram. Um, and yeah, they got everything from leggings for women to boxing gloves to resistance bands. You know, anything that you can uh, you know, get your fitness journey going or started. Or if you're already in your fitness journey, you know, get it moving faster you know, and, and push yourself. So, you know, definitely check me out, follow me. And uh, my DMs are always open. Uh, tweet at me. I'm always answering and and, and uh, con con having conversation with the fans and friends. So, you know, hit me up for sure. Nice. And yes, he does answer. And everybody in the chat, you've probably seen some of his t-shirt designs rolling through the Twitch at the bottom. So definitely go support. Uh, check out his stores at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees and at Teespring. Please support pro wrestling and uh, everybody tomorrow night. Uh, the stack with Val is back The stack and she will have Boomer Hatfield. Yes. So, another great name. Yes. yes. You got to check that out. Boomer's the man. So if you're in the chat, please come back tomorrow night, 9 PM Eastern time for Val and Boomer. Uh, it'll be a great time. I will be here. Chris will be here. Val will be here. Matt won't be here, but maybe he'll show up in the chat. You never know. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely show up know. in the chat. Bo Boomer, Boomer Hatfield is the man. Hell yeah, that's going to be a fun show tomorrow. Definitely. Oh. So, Matt, once again, thank you so much, sir, for joining us. Of uh, course, of course. We're going we're gonna to send us back to the green room, so just hang out. Christopher, uh, send us to a raid. Where are we going so I can tell all these wonderful people? Or you can tell them. We're going to Effie's channel. <laughs> Let's get it. So everybody hang out. We're going to go say hi to Effie. Matt, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. This has been the Captain's Quarters. We will see you next time. Come back tomorrow. Boomer Hanfield and Val. Visit IWTV.live today to watch these great action wrestling events, plus numerous other archive shows from Action and other great independent promotions. Use code ACTION for a free five-day trial. Don't miss out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Bald Monkeys. Watch us live on our new Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash The Bald Monkeys.